The thoughts and opinions on Just Some Podcast are of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of organizations that employ them or they volunteer for. They are also not responsible for spontaneous black holes or nuclear wars that may occur. You have been warned. All right, well, welcome to the first ever special episode, bonus episode of Just Some Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm here with Tom. Tom, how are you? I'm great. Actually, I'm a little surprised we started recording. I was like, hey, yeah, I'm ready. And I turned my head to watch the uh, hockey game for a minute. And all of a sudden, I heard you talking. So, surprise. <laughs> we're surprise, here. Tom. We're on. <laughs> yeah. And we're live. Oh, so, okay. Tom, what has brought us out of the woodwork to give everybody a special episode that we're going to push out tonight? Like, we're recording this on 419. It's about 815 my time, so 915 Tom's time. And there won't be much editing to this. We're just going to push it out as a bonus episode. Yeah. What could be so important that it made me remove the frozen golden niblets from my crotch, walk upstairs and start recording an episode? I'll tell you what it was. It was one particular person that has created a firestorm on social media involving nursing. That would be one Senator Marine Walsh from Washington. Have you heard of her, Ben? Well, I had not up until today. And then my social media has exploded with... Several comments that are not real favorable to the nursing profession. And Tom and I are both nurses. I mean, we're nurse practitioners, but we were nurses first. And so we thought clearly people are going to be wondering what we think of this. Yeah, because everyone knows I think no one's opinion is more important than my own. And I'm correct. So I just thought, hey, Ben, we got to talk about this. So, Tom, do you want to give the background of what the original bill that they were debating on the Senate floor was? Absolutely. Let me do some knuckle popping here oh that was one. Oh, there's no okay so what happened was is i want to say it was april 16th there was a debate in the washington senate on house bill 1155 now get this it was this completely well supported everybody liked it passed the washington house with no problems bill that says hey when a nurse is on her break as in lunch or in her 15-minute breaks, it cannot be interrupted. They already had legally placed breaks in place, but basically the rule was is if you were on your break, something happened, you got called off of it, screw you, them's the breaks, and you just had to go along with it. But this bill said, hey, when they're on their break, they are guaranteed an uninterrupted break, and everybody supported that because it's and goddamn common sense. Yeah, and who wouldn't support that? I mean, Well, I could tell you who didn't. Well, <laughs> beyond one person, apparently, or at least one Senate, since a, a majority of people would support, hey, the fact, you know what, if they're on break, they need to remain on their break. Outside of, I'm sure, something catastrophic happening. And most people who are nurses, if they'd realize that something is going, like shit's going down, they're probably going to inhale their food and go back to work early anyway. I mean, like if you work in ER and they page out five priority one traumas five minutes out... Most nurses aren't going to sit on their ass and just go, ah, screw it. Actually, that might be the perfect time <laughs> to say no. I'm kidding. Everybody people... knows. Yeah, that's that's all hands on board, man. Like you hear, hell, you hear two priority ones coming in. Everybody's going to stop what they're doing to come help. So it, it's common sense that if there's an emergency, we would be doing stuff. But I don't think that was the crux of the problem here, because according to uh, this senator, the Senator Walsh, 
that just wasn't good enough because in rural hospitals and cr- critical access hospitals, why her uh, position is, is they already get plenty of breaks. As a matter of fact, I believe it's quote, they sit around the majority of their shift playing cards, unquote. So they didn't really need any uninterrupted breaks. Right. So she brought it forth an amendment to the bill to basically switch nurses from 12 hour shifts to eight hour shifts. There was two parts to her amendment to House Bill 1155, which was one to exclude uh, critical access hospitals from the uninterrupted breaks and two to cap nursing shifts at eight hours. So we're going to play the sound bite. So because we figure, you know what, people are sharing this like wildfire on social media. Let's get it actually out there. What was actually said and kind of put everything else into, into play. Here are her comments in regards to critical access nursing. We have six patients in that hospital. I'm in an underserved area, and all we're doing is making it more difficult to be served. I understand helping with employees and making sure that we have rest breaks and things like that, but, but I also understand that we need to care for patients first and foremost. And by putting these types of mandates on a critical access hospital that literally serves a handful of individuals, I would submit to you those nurses probably do get breaks. They probably play cards for a considerable amount of the day. But the reality is this bill does not apply to critical access hospitals. Please support this amendment and help out some of these underserved areas in the state that have these critical access hospitals. Go ahead, Tom. I, I was going to say, hold on, before we say anything else, do you want to play the second part? Yeah, we can go into the second part too. That yeah, let's would... let's play this. The second part is her view on 12 hour shifts versus eight hour shifts. Yes. Thank you, Mr. President. Well, if we have an issue with nurses getting tired, let's quit letting them do 12 hour shifts. Let's let them do eight hour shifts like most standard shifts are. 12 hours, I know they want it, but then they come back and they start talking out of both sides of their mouth and telling us how tired they are. Let's make them eight-hour shifts. I commend the amendment to you. Tom? All right. So, first of all, I I know you know my um, opinion of this lady at the <laughs> moment. So, I'm going to try to keep it professional because we want to keep this at least semi-family yes. friendly. But I will say I strongly disagree with her in every sense of the word. I think it's also important to note that she has zero, zero background in healthcare. She does never work in healthcare. She has no experience in healthcare. She is the former owner operator of Onion World Restaurant in Walla Walla, Washington. Well, and in her first comment that we played, I heard a hell of a lot of we's in there. Well, we are taking care of these people and we are doing this and we... Who the hell is we? She's not a nurse. She's not on the front line. She's not taking care of these people. Exactly. And that's why I made sure to point out that she was the uh, owner of a restaurant, which, according to Yelp, has excellent sausage plates. But that's, you know, you got to give credit where it's due. Okay. But the point is, is she has zero understanding of what we do other than the fact that she herself was a patient of a heart attack. I believe it was in February which, you know, nurses took care of her. She's alive. You know, that's awesome. But, you know, other than that, they were probably too busy playing Euchre to get to her. I don't know what happened. But my other thought on this to, you know, kind of put our normal comical type spin on some shit. This is not the 1960s. Who the hell plays cards anymore? Are they playing Canasta? No. Most people, if they're doing something, they're on their phone probably more than anything. They're not 
sitting in the break room playing spades. I don't know. I like a good game of cribbage. <laughs> okay. But the point is a person, and I want to make sure that we're all clear that people that have no idea about what we do or how we do it are now introducing bills like this that affect how we do our job. Okay. So let's be clear what's going on. This person has no idea what we do. She has no idea how to make it happen. She's never been in the hospital setting. And now she's introducing bills and legislation that is going to directly affect how those nurses complete their, their duties. All right. And here's the other thing I want to make sure is crystal clear to everybody out there listening. All right. I know this is in Washington and I know we have listeners in Washington. It doesn't matter if you're in Washington or Idaho or Maryland or Vermont or Florida or Wyoming. It doesn't matter. Okay. Cause here's, what's going to happen. There's a reason that she's, she's introducing all this stuff. If this goes through and nobody opposes it, nobody shows how ignorant it is, etc. It will come to your state. If somebody thinks that they can make more money, because the next thing will be, well, if they don't need breaks, they probably don't need mandatory minimums on patient care. You know, I mean, they said they only needed to take care of four patients, but they probably meant eight. That is what is going to come down the pipe. It's a very slippery slope. Yes, I agree. And in looking at her comments as far as the 12-hour shifts and the eight-hour shifts, now imagine that heart attack that you said that she had, that she was received life-saving care from the very nurses that she's now throwing under the bus. What would they do if they're on an eight-hour shift and they're like, oh, well, uh, my shift's over. Good luck with that heart attack. We'll send the next person in because, you know, can't get overtime. I can't do that because I have to just work my eight hours. So I know that we may have been doing something critical, but it's time for me to go. And hopefully the new nurses coming on can pick up right where I left off. Now, I'm going to reference a article by the Washington Nurses or Washington State Nurses Association. So I did not have time to look up every background piece of information. OK, so you can find the article or if I can find it, I'll tag it into the show notes. But I'm sure if you Google it, you're going to find it. There's lots of info on this out there right now. They reference two things. One, this would increase the number of handoffs you have per shift. The most dangerous time for a patient is during handoff because there's nobody that's going to be in direct care of that patient, etc. So we're going to add more, more built-in danger zones to patient care. Two, they did state that there are some studies that show when you have extended periods of time of work at 10 hours or more, that there can be some degrading of abilities. However, what they always leave out on that study is that that study is when the overtime or time past eight hours is unplanned. Right. When the nurse knows that they're going to have a 12 hour shift and they pack a lunch, et cetera, it's when they come in for an eight hour shift and they say, hey, by the way, you need to stay for 10. Or if you come in for 10, they say, oh, you need to stay for 12. Or you come in for 12, they say, hey, we need you for 16. That is when they are finding people are having degrading skill levels. So when you know you're coming in, they seem to be doing just fine. It's when the unplanned extended shifts. Now, again, I did not see the study myself. I'm just stating that a person that has their Juris Doctorate and is the head of a Washington Nurses State Association probably, you know, has reliable facts. So take it for what it's worth. I know 12 hours can be a long shift, but at the same time, basically what they're going to do is they're going to add two days to your shift or to your work week. So if you want to start working five days a week. Not only that, but it's going to probably employ less nurses because if you're working five days a week, because you're working eight-hour shifts, 
there's going to be less nursing positions available, which is going to, I'm sure, save the hospital money, which may be where some of this has come from as well. And that's what I was trying to get at earlier was if you don't think this affects you because you're in Louisiana or Texas, think again. Because if somebody in Washington says, hey, by the way, we got to defeat the amendments, plus now these hospitals that are contributing money to these PACs are saving money. If you don't think that's going to come to you, you are sadly mistaken. So obviously, here at Just On Podcast, we find her comments to be offensive and demeaning to the very people who dedicate their lives to taking care of other people. We, and I, I say we as I speak for, I think Tom and I, and Tom can reiterate what I'm going to say. There are about 68,000 registered nurses in Washington state. There are about 3.9 million nurses in the United States. There are over 200,000 nurse practitioners in the United States. And a good majority of them right now are a little pissed off. So we would employ... We would employ, yes, shut up. Words are hard. (laughs) (laughs) We would implore, if you're listening to this and you're in Washington state, contact your senators, contact your house representatives. This bill passed with amendment through the Senate today or on the 16th, whatever day it was. So this could seriously impact what is going to happen. So reach out to your representatives, contact them, tell them this is bullshit and you want it to stop. By the way, I, I did want to make sure that Miss Senator Maureen Walsh for the 16th Legislative District, which includes Walla Walla, Columbia, Benton, and Franklin, Washington, has a contact me portion on her page. And you just fill out some information and then you put your comment right there. So, I mean, I'm sure she would love to hear from you. Or you can call her office at 360-786-7630. Let me say that one more time in case you need to write that down. 360-786-7630. That's her phone number. If somebody can figure out that robocall thing from John Oliver's episode a couple weeks ago, (laughs) perfect. This is a great time. So I, I don't want, I think Ben said it great. There's not really a lot more for me to say, and he said it way more professional and friendly than I wanted to go about it, but I'm glad he's here. That's what he's here for. I just, I can't stress this enough is not only is this horse shit, what she's doing to our brothers and sisters in Washington, but this is how the cascade begins and nurses, you know, I still feel strongly like I, you know, I still re wasn't that long ago. I was working floors and <laughs> there's no way in hell I would let this slide by. So I, I'm with you. And if there's something JSP can do, we're going to do it. So <sighs> on that, yeah. note, we're going to push out a new episode tomorrow morning. Also, that's going to be an episode on some doctoral PhD dissertations that Tom and I had some fun with. Yeah. It's- yeah, it's a fun episode versus this, which is horse shit. Horse shit. Horse manure. <laughs> so if you're in Washington, contact Bull hockey. <laughs> contact your representatives. Tell me you don't want this. No one wants this. Nobody wants this. On that note, hey, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good week. Everybody stay safe.